Kumbrati isa fratas gada. Lima shalitra sai kaprahand kridi varahan shalitra padila. Ama nikole ma shale fradi. Ki baladai fradi sole mancha. Raplus ekleradatus malegriditus alitrandus. Lama credizo to the Mahashkilitradis medicta high. Mmm, Nanshama no cumbaranana. Kamdo shanam de hekos, nam de hydra adagida. Minanashat fahana crenus. Cabadialu simpra hadeglerengo shada. Libdi vasale, macrada sanda. Manja brado frahande secrediza kapai. O somadiadai, mogodai shaprodivos. Kimota sanda. Anka prat isa conta kirabada sai. Santa cabracadusca di givran shansa capratepta hanska litronza. Lipatus catacavran shalizuprahates kilibrahale. Menan tronskedo bradat nahakte ivaradando sarada. Sabrediva sanje credigo scalino tronde glebrediva salaiga. Manarosh kadai. Good evening, good evening. Hmm. Kabaro sedi. Can we all just lift our hands to the Father? And offer thanksgiving to him. Offer thanksgiving. Offer thanksgiving. For his word. For his life. For his spirit in our midst. For his grace that is abundant. Offer thanksgivings. The fruit of your lips. Giving praise to his name. Giving praise to his name. Because there's none like his name. There is none like him. Oh, lift up your voice. Oh, lift up your voice. Let the walls hear you give him praise. Let your room be filled with praise. Let your heart be filled with praise. Come on, thank the Father. Thank the Father, thank the Father. Thank Him for the deposits of His grace, His anointing, and the ability of His Spirit. Thank Him for impartations in advance. Impartations that will revolutionize your life. Impartations 
they would upgrade you into the next dimension. The next dimension awaits you. The next dimension awaits you. Oh, child of God. Let your expectations rise. Let your expectations intensify. You are in a symposium of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God has called you into this symposium. He has called you into this meeting. For he desires to change and transform. He desires to perfect, to align, to correct, to frame and to mend. There is an anointing to transform. There is an anointing to change lives. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he's anointed me. He's anointed me. He's anointed me to preach, to proclaim, to deliver, to heal, to frame, to mend. And that anointing, my brother and my sisters, smana shalai, is stirring, is stirring, is stirring, is stirring, is stirring, is stirring in this house, is stirring in this place. That anointing of the Holy Spirit of God, man shabrado, ski valando, sapradia, man shy. Let your expectations arise. Let them rise. Bring them before the Lord. Bring them before the Lord in thanksgiving, making your prayers known unto him with thanksgiving, with praise, with expectations, with faith. Manch balar rakabando seria varan sectu salai kanklu abenevene konkele stibranana ronski vlaranske lebrodon klembranange gelevrande skili bron champra ala crustali prahande skila pai valmanan chlorom de stale maprenitos kelebrans elebrondos alabrelica Come on, shake yourself. Shake yourself in the Holy Ghost. Stir yourself in the Holy Ghost. Stir, flame the flames. Fan the flames. Candili kutra amadizi kamalo. Ale scula prando salabrande creniva san robobobobund albractos can belebrononska the miraculous the signs and the wonders the supernatural and the divine is being unlocked 
is being unlocked is being unlocked is being unlocked right now come on bless the lord bless the lord bless him with your soul bless him with your spirit bless the lord he ask he ask he ask he ask oh glory 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 to god oh thank you jesus tell the father how grateful you are express your gratitude to him Express your gratitude in advance. God, there's a move of the Spirit. There's a move of the Spirit. There's a move of the Holy Spirit in your life. Oh, we bless you, Father. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Ah, Siva Likabadi. Visa la paparivisane koda. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hmm. Hallelujah. 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 There's there's a baby. There's a baby we need to pray for now. And the Spirit of God showed me a baby. Mumty, Mumty, Mumty. Mumty. One one of your children has or is going to have a baby. Right? Utoliwe. Holy Ghost is showing me that we need to we need to pray. We need to pray for that baby. Because there are some complications that might happen if we don't pray. I want you to stretch forth your hands right now over the screen. And in agreement and in faith, I want you to release the life of God. Children are heritage from the Lord. I want you to release the life of God. No complications in the name of Jesus Christ. That baby shall be healthy. That baby shall be healthy in the name of Jesus. 
We rebuke every work of the devil right now in Jesus' name. Mm. Hallelujah. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Shale Pranskiri Varanskari Brahada Siva. The Holy Ghost is showing me that a couple in the ministry soon will conceive two nations. Will conceive twins. Messiah, if you're if you're married right now, I want you to lift up your hands right now. If you're married, I want you to lift up your hands right now. I bless the fruit of your womb right now in the name of Jesus. And may that seed conceive. Even as the Spirit of God is showing me right now, may the seed conceive right now. May, may, may conceive. And let your womb be blessed. In Jabaharoski Valley Tron Sharabanda. Just stretch forth your hand toward to all you're looking at right now. I'm, I'm releasing the power of God over you now. Lefare begun skele di brahate sila. Saprevin in a congress stand with the blaskele vlitra ada grunske. Vinana receive, receive the power of God. Receive it, receive it right now, right now, receive it. Receive it. It's flowing right to you. The power of God is intelligent. It knows where it needs to go. And it's going right where it needs to go. Receive that power right now. Receive the anointing, the ability of the Holy Ghost to bring this word to pass. Hallelujah. 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 I, I rebuke those migraines. Switch, switch on your videos, please. Switch on your videos. Switch on your videos. I rebuke those migraines. If, 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 if this word pertains to you, I want you to, to hold your head right now. I want you to hold your head right now. If, if you've been having migraines, migraines, I want you to hold your head right now. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone. There are two women here. Two women here. You've been struggling with, with fibroids. You've been struggling with fibroids inside your body. If that's you right now, I want you to, to, to touch, if you can. I want you to place one hand over your chest and the other 
right adjacent at the back. Right now. If you've been suffering with fibroids, one hand here and the other hand behind you, that unclean spirit will come out. In the name of Jesus, down unclean spirit, I command you right now to come out. You spirit of infirmity was bound as child of Abraham. I command you right now to leave. To leave in Jesus name, leave. That body does not belong to you, leave. Come out in Jesus name. A miracle of God is taking place right now as I'm talking to you. A miracle of God is taking place right now as I'm talking to you. Mulafare Kiravana Selena. Kinvana Manasa. Someone here, your your hand, your hand, your hand. When, when it is immersed in water for a considerable amount of time, becomes stiff. It becomes stiff. It, 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 it sometimes it's like it's cramps. Extend your hand to the screen right now, if that's you. Extend your hand to the screen right now, if that's you. Be free, be free, be free, be free in the name of Jesus. Be free, be free in the name of Jesus. That phenomena will take place no more. Safare mesh abrodikanos. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Good, good, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I'm, I'm, huh. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Mm, 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 mm. Praise the Lord. Well, It's fine. The world will deal with it. <sighs> uh, good evening. How are you? Well, let's 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 get into the symposium. the The word symposium means a gathering called to discuss a subject. All right. Uh, it's nothing deep, nothing Greek. <laughs> it's English. You can find it in the dictionary. Praise God. Um, last last night we had um, an amazing service. 
We had a great meeting. The Spirit of God is truly at work. And you know, some of you may think that I prearrange what happens in a service. I don't. And I've noticed that over the last few months, the preaching anointing has become stronger and stronger. And it interrupts from the intention to teach and communicate. But an anointing is an endowment from God and we exercise ourselves in it when it presents itself. We, in fact, we really didn't get into what we wanted to discuss last night, but I think we can take just a few minutes to elaborate on the intentions of the subject of the origin and the anatomy, the makeup of the new man. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Early on in the day, I asked you to meditate on those words that I gave you. I hope you, you have done so. I've been meditating on that for 11 hours now. And I just stopped when I had to come here. But from around six, seven, eight o'clock, I've been meditating on these words. And I can tell you one thing. Once you understand the, the purpose behind God giving us His Word, your life will change. Your life, your life will change. You will become you 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 enter into a transformation that that is unprecedented and the aim of the symposium is is to composite and really bring home the idea behind change using the word of God because and this is why I wanted to to teach exhaustively last night but obviously you know we flew with the Holy Ghost but I wanted to teach last night on on the new man because you've got to understand 
this new man because the grace of God is frustrated in many of our lives because of how we carry out our lives. Let's read, let's read, let's read. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. However, the spiritual, verse 46. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural. Afterward, the spiritual. So, according to the scriptures, Adam was the natural man. Adam, he was the natural man. Now, I said to you yesterday that God's intention for Adam was transcendency. God had proposed that at a point in time, Adam would transcend into being as like unto the gods. Within the Trinity, within the Godhead, we find three distinct persons, namely the Father, the Son, and the person of the Holy Spirit. The Son of God, the Son of God is the second person of the Godhead. Now, they all share equality in nature. In other words, they are co-equal in nature. They are all equally divine and they are all equally God. Now, there was a race, a species of beings before there was ever a man classified as the sons of God. The sons of God. Now, the son of God, the Bible says, is the first begotten or the firstborn of creation. He is the firstborn of creation. Now, there are two insights or two varying schools of understanding when it comes to that. One means that the Son of God originated creation. 
The second is that God proceeded from himself in the beginning of creation. So the son of God is a dimension that God created for himself in order to begin the age of creation. Hence the firstborn of creation. Now, whatever school of understanding you lean to, what is important is the nature and the position of this being called the Son of God. Because the Son of God does not mean God's Son. <laughs> the Son of God is a title. You understand what I'm saying? It is a title to which God assumes and identifies with in order to facilitate the administrations of creation. So, there is the Son of God in the Godhead. Follow me, all right? There's the Son of God in creation who is in charge of the governance of creation. Now, the Son of God happens to be the Word of God. So, this being that is called the Son of God holds the title in the Godhead of the Son of God and is also the Word of God. Before there was ever a man, there was, like I said, a class of beings called the sons of God. If you read, if you read Genesis 6, if you read Job chapter 1, if you read Job chapter 30, uh, I think it's 32 or something, you will notice that the Bible keeps making reference to this class of being called the sons of God. And the Bible says the sons of God clapped their hands when the foundation of creation was laid. So these beings called the sons of God were the first to hold the, the rank or the title of the sons of God. They were under Skinaro. They were under the being of who? The Word. Who is the Son of God. So, their classification, their title operated within the jurisdiction of the Son of God. But something happened. Sephi. Something happened and the title was, was taken from them. They forfeited their title when the great rebellion and war in the heavens took place and where there was a separation 
among the sons of God, where there was one who stood with God and the others who went with Lucifer, the morning star. Now, the reason why Lucifer could, could take a third of the stars, 33%, was because of the title that he had. Now, we will not even, we don't go into that at that point tonight. So, when the great rebellion and war took place, God wanted new sons. God set now his attention on bringing about another kind of race that would be called the sons of God. Now, the first class of the sons of God were spirit beings. There were spirit beings. In other words, they had no physical uh, materiality. So God said he will make man in his own image. And after his likeness. But then what is strange, in fact, not even strange, but interesting is that God when he creates this man and makes him in his image he uses dust he makes him of earth and after making him he he puts in the garden the tree of life he puts in the garden the tree of life but then when he brings the man alive he breathes into man the breath of life right he breathes into him the breath of life he does not breathe life into him <laughs> he breathes the breath of life into him nafesh so when he wakes up, he is aware he is a living soul. He lives from his soul. Yet man is a spirit being. So the functionality of his spirit seems to be suspended for a time because the fact that the tree of life, you see, the fact that the tree of life is in the garden implies that Adam did not have Zoe. Adam did not have the life of God. He had the general breath that gives life to all things. But he did not have the life, the zoe of God. But God had intended that Adam would eat of zoe. And what zoe would have done is that it would have unlocked and woken up his spirit man. And at that point in time, Adam would become more than a man. So he did not attain the dimensions of the gods. He did not transcend into the divine. He, he failed in the man phase. Because had he eaten of the tree of life before the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, even after he had eaten, God would do nothing about it because at that time he would have transcended. 
So you are still the man of dust. You are still the man of earth. So that's why Satan made sure that he got to them before, before they ate of the tree of life. Because had they eaten of the tree of life before, Satan would have lost because now man would have entered the dimensions of immortality. Remember what God said to Adam. There's that preaching anointing. Wait, wait, wait. Remember what God said to Adam. He said, the day you eat, you shall die. In other words, as long as Adam did not eat, he would be immortal. There would be no number to his days because the, the time he entered mortality was when he transgressed the law to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. As long as he kept from eating, he would begin to operate in immortality. So Adam really was a man in limbo. He was neither immortal nor mortal because his mortality was dependent on disobeying God. So as long as he did not disobey God, he would enjoy the benefits of immortality and agelessness. But the, the moment he began eating, mortality came in. That's why Paul tells us that corruption cannot inherit incorruption. This is what happened to Adam. He could not now inherit incorruption. What is incorruption? Incorruption is the tree of life. That is what would make him incorruptible. Now had he eaten of the tree of life, after eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, he would have been eternally corrupted. And God said, I must save you by taking you out of the garden. Because if I leave you, you will try to eat of the tree of life in your corrupted state. You have now fallen from what? You have fallen from entering getting access into the dimension of immortality. So you cannot live among the gods because only sons of God can present themselves to God and live. When you read Job chapter 1, the Bible tells us this. The Bible says that there came a time when the sons of God gathered around for a conference, a symposium to discuss matters of the celestials. And among them, there was Satan. Now remember at that time, Lucifer, Satan had become a rebel. He had fallen. He was cast down to the earth. But now here is Lucifer coming into that conference and God is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. He's not asking him, what are you doing here? He's saying, where do you come from? Meaning that he had rights, permission to enter into the very court of God. Why is that so? Because at that time, Adam had betrayed all the rights of sonship to the devil, all the authority of sonship and dominion to the devil. So the devil used Adam's title to enter into the meeting. And God said, you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. So, from the time Adam fell, Adam became a slave to the devil. Not because he was the devil, but because he had Adamic authority. He had now taken from Adam the title of sonship. Satan lost that title. That's why he knew why it was important for him to take it from Adam before Adam even begins to tap into its possibilities. So the Bible tells us in chapter, 50, in chapter 15 that the spiritual is not first, but the natural and afterward the spiritual. Then he says in verse 47, 
the first man was of the earth. The first man was of the earth. Adam is of the earth. He is of the earth. Hmm. And the second man is the Lord from heaven. So the origins, the origins of the first man is not linked to who? To God. It's linked to the earth. So Adam is the son of the earth. But the second man is the Lord from heaven. So this means, automatically this means that the anatomy of these two men is different. The composition of, of, of their creation is different. Adam is of the earth. Jesus, the second Adam, is from heaven. Even though he can look like unto the first Adam, his anatomy is different. Because his origins is different. A, a lion doesn't have fins and gills, right? Because it doesn't live in water. So, anatomically, these species, by default, will be different because of their habitation. Right? So, because a lion can live in water, it doesn't need gills. A fish doesn't have legs. A fish doesn't have paws because it doesn't need it. Because of where it lives, of where it dwells. So if the second man is from heaven, is from heaven, he cannot have the same things anatomically as the first man. He has to be different. Structurally, genetically, he has to be different. That's why the Bible says, the first man became a living soul. The second man became a life-giving spirit. The first man was a soul. The second man is a spirit. <laughs> Follow. The first man is a soul. The second man is a, is a spirit. You'll see now. Verse 48. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. In other words, they are the same. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are, who are heavenly. So, Jesus makes us heavenly. When we are born again, we become heavenly. When we are sinners, we remain earthy. 
So when we come into Christ, our DNA and genetics change. They are no longer earthy. They become heavenly. Thus, thus, the life force that regulates our function on earth by default is from a different dimension. It's from a different operation. So if we try to live as unto the earthy, we will notice that we become frustrated. Why? Why is that the case? We become frustrated because, because we are trying to carry out a heavenly life with laws, systems of the flesh. Listen to verse 49. As we have borne, we have borne, right? We have borne the image of the man of dust. Let us also bear the image of the heavenly man. Because the miraculous, the supernatural, the abundant life, the prosperous life is in the heavenly man. The heavenly man has all these things that are promised us in the world. So the heavenly man operates differently. He functions differently than the man of earth. So he tells us that we are new men. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. New creatures in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And that means we are supposed to live differently because we are we are not human beings. Let us substantiate this reality because it is reality, it is truth. Living as a human being is living in the shadows. The Bible says, what manner of man was this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. I don't want to go right now into that preaching, into that preaching mode. But boy, I feel that thing coming on me. <laughs> John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Mm. Mm. God is calling us to embrace who and what he has made us. We are new creations. We are a new type of man. We are sons of God. We are the sons of the living God. The reason why we are unable to tap into and access this reality is, is, is for one reason. Our lives are not governed by the Spirit. The Bible says as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You will come into an awakening of who you are when the Spirit begins to govern your life. Once the Spirit governs your life, you enter into another dimension of life. You enter into another modus operandi. You begin to walk. You begin to 
act, you begin to think, you begin to talk differently from any other human being because you are not a human being. For too long, Christianity has shied away from these truths and these are the truths that made Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, the Bible tells us, bore a good testimony before Pontius Pilate. He did not back down. When Pilate asked him, are you king? He said, you have said rightly. And for this cause, I was born. When they said to Jesus, who is your father? He said, you are from beneath. I am from above. He says, no man has seen the father except the son who is in the bosom of the father he has seen the father he was so bold that when he prayed he said father glorify me now with the glory that I had with you before the foundations of the world he was aware that he existed before there was ever a sun a moon a earth and a heaven he was aware that God is his origin he says I have proceeded from my father Jesus was aware and we cannot begin to live and do the things Jesus did until we embrace who Jesus made us until we begin to talk until we begin to think until we begin to act and walk like Jesus Jesus was like a crazy man he spoke to fig trees he spoke to winds he spoke to dead men he spoke to deaf ears he was uncanny he was unconventional yes he was a weirdo because he was not from the earth. He did not come from earth. That's why he was different than them all. And it is this Jesus who has given us of his spirit. The spirit by which he functioned when he walked the street of Galilee is the spirit that is living in us. And let me tell you something, my brother and my sister, the spirit in Jesus, I mean the spirit of Jesus in you is waiting to be unleashed. You've been locking him up in for too long. You've been keeping him up for too long. He's been like a dog on a leash, but it's time it's time because the Bible tells us that creation is groaning and travailing creation is subject to the bondage of the first man and it is groaning desiring to come into the liberty of the sons of God but how will creation come into the liberty of the sons of God when the sons of God themselves are bound when the sons of God themselves are slaves the Bible says as and as long as he is a child, he differs not from a servant. He will live the same life as a slave. We live like slaves, but we are we are heirs of the world. We live like slaves, but this world belongs to ours because the Bible tells us that all things are yours. Yes, my brother and my sister, it is time the scriptures confront our beliefs and our convictions. If we truly believe in this God, then sickness must not stay in our body if we truly believe in our in this God we should not accept we should not embrace a life of poverty a life of mundanity we should not embrace a normal life an ordinary life ordinary life is for sinners not for the sons of God yes it is time it is time there's a calling of the spirit the spirit of God is calling and he's calling his sons all over the world to rise up to come up and rise to the occasion creation is groaning the world is in need who are the saviors yeah these are saviors the bible says savior shall come from mount zion Ah, you 
are those who are called for this purpose to save and liberate my brother my sister it is time enough is enough enough is enough enough is enough if Jesus is your Lord if his spirit lives in you it is time to embrace the call the call of Godship the call of the divine the Bible tells us that according to his divine power has he given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness that according to these presses and oh my God promises we might be partakers oh Lord God comrades my God sharers of the divine nature to sit among the council of the God the Bible tells us that we have come unto the Mount Zion the city of the living God unto a numerable company of angels and the Bible adds something deep there and he says unto the general assembly the general assembly of the firstborn this is the council of God this is a place in God where God and the sons the celestials the governors of the universe sit around the table and they discuss the destiny of the universe not just destiny of nations but the destiny of the universe and God said you have been called into that dimension let me tell you something strange but let me tell you something that is true you are not a man you are a son of God this is totally different let us read John chapter 1 here's what the Bible is saying unto me and you he came to his own and his own did not receive him but as many as received him oh I hear the Spirit of God telling me this right now if you will willingly receive these truths you will find that you will get where you need to go not tomorrow not next year but immediately oh I I need to read you something because this is very very similar to what the Bible describes in the book of John chapter 6 here's what the Bible tells us in John chapter 6 glory to God verse 21 the Bible says then they willingly received him into the boat they willingly they desired and lambanoed him into the boat and immediately the boat was at land where they were going this is remarkable because when Jesus found them they were in the middle of the sea they were nowhere where they needed to be the Bible says that night came and winds came and Jesus was not there and they were out in the sea at night and they saw Jesus walking on the water and they were afraid and Jesus said do not fear it is I then all of a sudden the Bible says oh we receive you they took him in the boat and all of a sudden the boat that was in the middle of the sea was at the shores where they needed to be what is God saying to you my brother and my sister it is the word of God that will translate it is the word of God that will transport you into your destiny not the prosperity of tomorrow but the prosperity of today not the health of tomorrow but the health of today not the wisdom of tomorrow but the wisdom of today when you receive the word the word can transport you have you received the word 
Maybe your boat is your finances. Maybe your boat is your family. Maybe your boat is your spirit. Maybe your boat is your body. But he says they willingly received him. And immediately, immediately, we are entering the dimensions of the suddenly. Where all of a sudden, you step into where you need to be. This is by the word. They received the word. They lambanot the word. Let us go back to John chapter 1. This is amazing. But as many as received him, as many as received him, as many as received him, your problem is that you have not yet received him. You have him, but you have not yet received him. He lives in you, but you have not yet received him. My God, he walks in you, but you have not yet received him. He said, as many as received him, the power comes after receiving. The transportation comes after receiving. As many as received him, received him, he gave them. God will not give you until you receive. Whatever you will have, you must receive before it is given. As many as received, he gave. He gave ability. He gave power. You want to be wealthy? You want to receive the power to get wealth. That's how you are going to be wealthy. You must receive before you are made. You must receive before it is given to you. You must receive before you access. Receiving comes first. As many as received him, he gave he gave, he gave, he gave them power. He gave them the rights, the authority, the exousia to become the sons, the technon of God. Now, this is not some figment, abstract, nonsensical terminology. This is reality. God is not a figurative God. God is not a metaphorical God. God is a true God. The Bible calls him the only true God. He's the God of reality. When he says he gave them to be the sons of God, that's what he means. And he further elaborates and says, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood not of blood the problem is still you, you still think your blood is your life force that's why you wimp and cry when little blood leaks out you have not yet come and ascended unto the knowledge and the wisdom of the just which says that my life is not in my blood my life is not in the will of the flesh my life is not in the will of man but I am born I am born of God. Jesus said to Nicodemus, he said, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus acted like a stupid man and said, do you mean I must enter again after I'm born into my mother's womb? He said, you are a preacher of Israel and you don't know what I speak of. Let me tell you something. Whatever is born of spirit is spirit. But whatever is born of God, my God is God. Jesus was saying to Nicodemus, being born again means being born, regenerated by God 
himself. Listen, the son of the son of a dog is a dog. The son of a cow is a cow. The son of a god is a god. Cows can only give birth to cows. Dogs can only give birth to dogs. And fish can only give birth to fish. God can give birth to men. God gives birth to gods. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, the Bible tells us that being born again, being born again, somebody right where you are, I need you to shout, I'm born again. I'm born. I'm born again. Shout it. Shout it. I'm born again. This means that you are not born of corruptible seed corruptible seed is the seed of your mother, is the seed of your father. That means you cannot suffer the sins. You cannot suffer the genetic impurities that came with your father's seed because you are now born again with incorruptible, indestructible seed. The Bible calls the seed the word of God which lives and abides forever. The grass may fail. My God, the flowers may wither but the word of the Lord abides forever Jesus said heaven and earth shall pass away but my word remains what you are saying was that his word is greater than heaven because the compositions of heaven itself comes from the word so the man who has the word is greater than heaven the man who has the word is greater than any created thing this is what leads me into the conversion and creation power of the word of God. If you read John chapter 1 verse 1 the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the same was with God in the beginning and in verse 3 he says all things were made by him and nothing was made that was made without him. That means everything finds its form, its structure, its life, its reality, its relevance and significance from the word of God. Anything that is not created, I mean anything that is created can only come from the word. The word is what has given form to the trees we see in all their variety, in all their uniqueness and peculiarity. The word has given all things its identity in creation. Now this is powerful because this Bible tells us that the word of God can change anything because anything that is made is made by the word of God. So if you have something that you don't like in your life, you can employ the very thing that came into existence because of it, the word. Now, I want to blow your minds. Satan can't operate without the word. Satan needs the word of God. Satan needs the word of God. He needs a rhema to operate because everything created operates by rhema. The Bible says he was in the world. The world was made by him. That means Satan runs his world by the logos of God. This is a secret he does not want you to know. He does not want you to know that he's running all these things by the word of God because all things cannot exist by except by the word of God. Demons enter lives through the word. They need the word to enter life. Remember what the Bible says. The Bible says in Mark that when Jesus came into the 
the city of the Gadarenes, he found a man with a legion, with an unclean spirit. And when he cast him out, the legion said, no, 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 please. The Bible says he begged him, please don't take us out, but send us, send us. They asked permission from the word. They needed the word to enter the sheep. That means that they also needed the word to enter the man. Everything in creation operates under the authority of the word of God. Now imagine when a child of God comes on the scene where the devil is destroying, the devil is killing, the devil my God is stealing and he has the word of God. The devil will bow because the word of God makes you a king. It makes you a ruler and a governor over the circumstances of life. You are failing, struggling, not because God doesn't love you, not because God doesn't favor you. No child of God because you have not learned the way, the way of the new man. The way of the new man is the word of God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, he says that by faith we understand that the aeons, the aeons, the aeons, the world were framed, corrected by the word of God. What you need to do, what you need to do right now in your life is to employ the powers of the universe because the Bible says even God himself upholds all things by the word of his power. That means everything cannot stand. Everything is glued together by the very word that is that is called to lead and direct us into our destiny. Uphold all things by the word of his power. If you are a son of God, you are made to function like God. That means you will frustrate yourself anytime you try to act opposite God. You will frustrate yourself anytime you try to live apart from how God lives, apart from how God functions, how does God functions. He cannot do without his word. The Bible says that Jesus says, I do anything. I do everything by what I see my father do. The words I speak are not my own but my father's. Look at Jesus. So yielded to the word. He heard and he spoke. If you want to live life, my brother and my sister, according to the kingdom standard, you must learn to talk. You must learn to talk. The Bible tells us that after Adam and Eve sinned, the Bible says they heard the voice of the Lord walking through the, oh my God, the cool of the garden. They heard the voice what was the word saying? The word speaks. The word is a frequency. You see, because everything operates by frequency and vibrations. You are out of alignment. Your life is out of alignment. The trouble is telling you there's an alignment. There's something in your life that has went out of alignment. You see, everything in our lives is really a message from the spirit realm. It's really a signal, a frequency from the spirit realm. We can know what to do and how to behave and how to respond at any point in our time. The Bible tells us, when the winds came, Jesus spoke. Glory to God. When there was no rain, Elijah spoke. Glory to God. My God, you need to know this. You need to understand this because you will see your life destroyed for keeping silent when God was quiet the earth was in chaos it was only after God spoke that the earth came into shape but before God spoke everything was in chaos isn't that alarming isn't that indicative that the reason why there is chaos you are quiet you are quiet you are quiet you are quiet lions roar lions roar 
because it's in their nature. You understand what I'm saying? The sons of God command, the sons of God decree because it's in their nature. It's in their nature to talk like their father. He said it that they may boldly say it. My God, it is it no wonder that every time Jesus met a person who made a knee who made a request from him Jesus asked him what do you want because he wanted them to say it from their mouth you are quiet my brother you are quiet my sister if you will enter into a word season into a word my God cauldron I promise you what will begin to happen is that everything in your life that is out of alignment and vibration will begin right now will begin Begin to align themselves. Remember, the Bible tells us how God brought Ezekiel out into the valley of dry bones, and He asked him, "Son of man, can these dry bones live?" Ezekiel said, "My Lord, you know." And the Bible says that the Lord said unto him, "Prophesy, prophesy to these dry bones." And Ezekiel said, "I prophesied as I was commanded," and all of a sudden there was a rattling there was a rattling and oh my god because you understand in creation in creation everything is created with intelligence now the valley was full of dry bones that means the bones of one particular body were scattered it might have been three kilometers away but because of prophecy the bone went to go find its original maker the bone went to go find its original frame the Bible says bone joined to bone each according to its kind that means that in your life there may be things that involve and concern you um, that are in Jamaica that are somewhere in Ethiopia but through the power of prophecy it can be brought right where you need it because the Bible tells us um, that after a while while Ezekiel was prophesying a sound came in that valley and a rattling came about and the bones begin to join together this is what framing means I'm telling you your life may be just disjointed now your life may be out of alignment and needs framing and is broken only the word can mend it only the word can bring it together only the word can bring it into alignment what do I need to do you ask I'll tell you it is as simple as sitting down on a chair my God and begin to speak the word and begin to speak the word oh remember the centurion in Matthew chapter 8 he came to Jesus and he said oh my servant is sick come and heal him Jesus says, I will come then he said no 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 I'm not worthy of your presence my house is not worthy worthy of your presence. Listen, oh my God, I am a man under authority and I say to this come and he comes and I say to this one go and he goes. So I see that you are a man of authority as well. Your words have authority as well. Speak only the word. Speak only the word and my servant shall be healed. I prophesy to you, speak only the word and your body will be healed. Speak only the word and your life will be restored. Speak only the word in the face of adversity, in the face of seemingly impossible situations. Speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. When the pressures of life surmount you, speak the word. 
speak the word. When Satan tries to throw depression at you, speak the word. Only the word. Only the word. Only the word. It is the life of the new man. It is the life of the new man. Oh my God. My God. Have you received him? You have rights. You have authority. Have you received him? You are a new man. You are born again. Speak the word. Speak the word. Get your Bible in your hand. If you don't know what to say, get into the scriptures and begin to utter words from the word of God. You can't go wrong because in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us that the word of God is alive and active and operative sharper than any two-edged sword. You cannot go wrong with the logos of God. And let me tell you something important. The logos of God in your mouth is rhema. Woo! It is rhema. It is the rhema that created the universe. The rhema that created all things. And that is the rhema that is going to change. That is going to alter your life. God called you into this symposium to begin telling you to begin telling you to begin telling you to begin counseling saying speak only the word speak only the word when you feel down speak the word when you feel up speak the word I'll tell you something I was in meditation today for 11 hours 11 hours and my spirit was caught up into the dimensions of reality and Paul said it well he said I know a man who 14 years ago whether in the body or out of the body I do not know how he was caught up into paradise the third heaven and he heard words and he heard words you see the word I told you I received the power to get wealth I received it in the dimensions in the dimensions of reality there when a man receives he has there is no delay there is no time delay there is no time gap between the point of receiving and the point of materialization of the reality when he receives he has it this is what I'm telling you oh you are trying to change and transform matters and you have not yet transcended you have not yet entered into the thresholds of reality all you do you speak two minutes and you are tired listen Jesus was the word of God what do you think he did for 33 years all the time he spoke the word He's, because he was the word of God he was the voice of God so all he did was speak the word I'm the son of God I'm the son of the living God I'm the son of the living God God. my father lives in me I can do all things because my father is back of me every time he walked you are speaking he was speaking because he's the voice of God the voice don't keep quiet well, you must learn this you must learn this because man shall not live by bread alone God said it so well in Deuteronomy chapter 8 he said it is the Lord thy God who has brought you into the wilderness for these 40 years and allowed you to hunger and allowed you to suffer and allowed you to have needs that he might test that what was in your heart and that he might prove and show you that man shall not live by bread alone oh the reason why your life is empty is God is trying to show you man does not live by bread alone the reason why you are hungering you are in the wilderness 
It's because God is showing you. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That means the point at which God speaks, you catch it, you receive it. You understand the same way they received him into the boat. You receive that word in your mouth and, and, and you become his echo. You become his echo. You shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you power to get wealth. Once your spirit captures that word, you begin to echo it. I receive power to get wealth. I receive power to get wealth. I receive power to make wealth. It is not what you listen. It is not your words. It is the words of the creator that makes you a creator at that time. That means God at that time has employed you as a creator of a reality. I receive power to get wealth. 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 Blessed is the man whose desire, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a, oh my God, tree planted by the rivers of living water that bringeth forth his fruit in its season. His leaves shall not also wither. But whatever he does, ask yourself, is what I'm doing prospering? Is what I'm doing prospering? Is The feedback will tell you whether you are a delighter of the law whether you are meditator meditators are prosperous he said to Joshua you shall meditate ah glory to God this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth from thy mouth this is how Joshua destroyed giants this is how Joshua destroyed cities my God that were greater than him nations that were stronger than him this is how Joshua brought forth inheritance and divided it unto the children of Israel he was a meditator of the law of Moses you shall hear the voice of the Lord thy God and do whatever he guides and says unto you he meditated day day and night day and night day and night that means that meditation is God working through you uh, to speak into the wombs of the morning uh, and into the wombs of the night uh, because those are wombs through which uh, creation takes place. Uh, you see, unless you speak, uh, unless you have set times, uh, monuments, uh, yes, in your life uh, where you talk the word of God, his delight is in the law of the Lord. David said, I love thy law more than gold and silver for your law has made me wise. Your law has made me wise. That means you capture a word that resonates with your condition and you want this thing to vibrate in accordance. Maybe it's a sickness. You say, by his stripes, I was healed. By his stripes, I was healed. There's a higher dimension than by his stripes, I'm healed. That dimension is if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, he shall, by his spirit, vitalize my mortal body. You begin to say, my, my, my mortal body is vitalized. My mortal body is vitalized. My mortal body is vitalized. You say my mortal body is vitalized by the spirit. My mortal body is vitalized by the spirit. What you are doing is that you are bringing the energies that have been out of alignment. You are aligning them to bring forth a reality consistent with your desires. Every law in creation is under the law of the word. When you walk in the word, you become a lawgiver in the spirit. 
You become a lawgiver in the spirit. This thing, this thing, this thing has been given to you to create realities. This thing. He says, I've made you. I have made you into a sharp and threshing instrument by which you shall tear the mountains low. He has made, listen, listen, death and life are in the power of the tongue. The tongue has power to create. The tongue has power to destroy. The tongue has power to build. The tongue has power to uproot. You see, destruction in life is as a result of the misuse of the tongue. You are misusing your tongue. That's why you don't have what you want. Begin to use your tongue the way God intended for it. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. When things look like they are dying, speak life. When things look like they are going down, speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Yesterday I told you. I told you, it is pride. It is pride. It is pride to hear God speak and not do what he says. It is pride because that means you are telling yourself that you are better than him, that you are wiser and greater than him. It is pride for God to speak to you a word and you keep silent and you keep silent. No, that's not humility. It is pride. When God speaks, you, you take off where he left, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This is the conversion power of the word of God. The conversion power of the word of God. Whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. That thou may observe to do all that is written according, according, according to the book, according to the book. You see, the doing is preceded by the talking, by the hagar, by the meditation, the doing. Oh my God. You see, if I didn't have a job and if I was in need of a job, I'll tell you what I would be doing from six or from seven to five. I'll be talking the word. I'll be talking the word. You see, your problem is that your YouTubes, your social media has distracted your life, has made you feel like you are relevant to society. What makes you relevant is the impact you leave on earth. That's why no post, no post will make you any anything more than you are. What will make you something more is giving attention, investing your attention into logos, into creation by logos. You see, you can be proud when you look back. Nobody needs to know you and you look back at your life and you see the things that the word of God has made, that the word of God has created for you. You can be proud and sit back and be fulfilled knowing that I've done the word of God and I'm blessed in all my work, in all my work. The blessings of God follows the man who has learned how to talk, how to talk, how to prophesy. That's why the Bible tells us desire prophecy, desire to talk, desire to come under the shade of the Almighty, desire to come under the influence of the Spirit of God, to talk, 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 talk what? Talk the word. You've got over 2,800 prom promises in the Bible. Which one of those is realized in your life? Which one of those is materialized in your life?
the new man lives by a different kind of rules. These are sons of God. These are the word of God, offsprings of the word. Offsprings. You are an offspring of the word. You frustrate the word of God. You frustrate, you frustrate the grace of God in your life. When as the offspring of the word of God, you don't do what you are born to do. You are born to talk. You are born to talk to the elements. You are born to talk to the situation, to the waves, to the storms. You are born to talk, my brother and my sister, to the inanimate and animate objects. You are born to talk. You are born. That's what you are born to do. You are the word of God made flesh. You are born. You are born to talk. You are born to talk. You are born to talk. I need to stress this thing until it sinks into your spirit. You are born to talk the word of your father. You are born for this purpose, to glorify God. You glorify God when you tell that storm in your life, peace be still. You glorify God when you open your mouth and tell that mountain, be cast into the sea. You glorify God when you curse that fig tree that is not yielding fruit. You glorify God. Is your life glorifying the Lord? Ooh. Lift up your hands right now. Lift up your hands right now. Tell the Lord, Lord, I commit to glorify you. <laughs> I commit to glorify you. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Hallelujah. brother, And talk to the Lord right now. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. You can put your phone down right now. Talk to the Lord. Forget about me. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Woo. Glorify him. Glorify him. Glorify him. Tell him you will go back to the troubles that have been troubling you. You will go back to the storms that have been confronting you. You will go back to the mountains that have been standing in your way. Tell him. Tell him you will speak to them. You will speak to them. Oh my God. Oh, Saleh Madegia. Oh, Saleh Madegia. Glorify him, glorify him. Ooh. Shale Paradia. Shale Paradia. Bless you, Jesus. Speak only the word, and my servant shall be healed. Only the word. Only, only, nothing else. Nothing else, not my opinions. Not my thoughts, not my feelings, not my emotions, not my preferences, not my perceptions. Only the word, only the word, only the word. Speak only the word. Speak only the word. Speak only the word. Randa Brakabonde Selidra Adagabradanja de Bronsektekia. Things are being resurrected. Things are being resurrected. Things are being resurrected. Oh my God, Lazarus is coming forth. 
Things are being healed. Things are being healed. Things are being healed. Oh, shamalikosa. Reparations, reparations, reparations. Speak only the word. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I said to you, if you will do... See... This, this, this symposium, this symposium is like, none, is like nothing else. It's like none other. The grace, the anointing in this symposium. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you, maybe. This anointing that is concentrated in these four days. This anointing that is concentrated in these in this in this four days. Will repair. Will heal. Will restore and transform any and everything in your life. That that has been due that has been due for it and you better listen to me the exercises I tell you to do the instructions I give to you Just do them without giving it a second's thought. Just do them. At the end of these four days, you will be talking a different tune about your life. Guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. There is a sign and a wonder. There is a sign and a wonder that is, that is cooking. A sign and a wonder that is cooking. It's cook for you. It's cooking. That's why I told you, don't make the mistake. Don't make the mistake of missing any, any day. Don't make the mistake of missing any night. Because the glory of the latter will be greater than the former. And as the word of God is coming to you like this, something is changing. There is a glory that is transfused into you. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you because this is what the Holy Spirit told me. This is what the Holy Ghost told me. That this is what I'm going to do. 
This is what I'm going to do. Now, it's whoever. You see, it's whoever. God's desire is that all will be blessed. But it is whoever. Whoever. If you are listening to me now, you can say, Pastor, that's me. That's, that's me and I receive it. You, you can tell yourself, that, that's me and I'm receiving it. I, I, I'm receiving. And you will see what will happen at the end of these four days. Immediately. 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 A new dimension awaits you. Prepare for it. Hallelujah. Before we go home, I sent you instructions in the morning and I told you what you needed to do in that PDF document. If you have not done it, if you have not done it, before you go to bed, do that exercise. Are you listening to me? Dude, if you have not done it, go read that document, see the instructions and follow them. Do that exercise. <clears throat> Tomorrow morning, I'll give you the second exercise for you to follow and do. By the end of these four days, I would have given you the master key. I would have given you the master key. And we are not giving it to you all at once. It's a process. And you must fulfill your part. You must do your part. And once you do your part, the Spirit and His grace will meet you to do their part. So before you go to bed, because I understand you might be, have been busy. I don't know. Maybe you just decided not to. But do it. Do that exercise, all right? Sit down with a pen and a paper and write down all the conditions. Ask the Holy Ghost to give you light. All the conditions that have been plaguing your life. If it's poverty, Write it down. Last sins. Write it down. That's for you. Nobody's going to see that except you. Write it down. That is, that, is, that, is the first, that is the first step to activating grace. Because I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm showing you how to activate the help of God's grace. So write it down, all right? All the things that you're struggling with that are an issue, all the conditions. They may, it may be three, it may be 1,000, but write it down. Are you listening to me? Write it down. I'm, 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 I'm going to teach you how to perform miracles in your life. I'm going to teach you how, how to perform miracles in your life. Write it down. Then tomorrow morning you'll receive new instructions and then do it. And then the, the last day you will receive instructions again and then you will do it. 
once all these exercises are complete, you would have had in your hand the master key, the master key to transformation. So do that exercise, rest well, God bless you. Listen to the teaching again. Listen to the teaching again. What are you listening for? For the anointing. For the anointing to saturate, inundate your mind in the anointing. Because I can assure you, there are many things that have been said and released here that you have not heard. That you have not heard. Listen again. Listen again. Before you go to bed now, listen again. When you wake up tomorrow morning, listen again. On your way to work, listen again. What are you, what are you doing listening to music? What's, how's music going to change your life? On a 10-hour playlist, you have a 10-hour playlist. 10 hours. What, what, what the hell are you doing for 10 hours? 10 hours. And then you want to complain, oh God, I need your help. No, it's time to work. It's time to do business. It's time to make transactions in the spirit. No time to listen to music. Music will change your life. The anointing of God's spirit will. The anointing of God's spirit will. And you are being tested by the Lord. On your desires. On the anointing. Hallelujah. Let me not keep you long. Uh, trust you are blessed. You'll get this thing in the... Uh, you'll get today's message in the next 15 minutes. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Good night. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Same time.